the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I'm I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and I tell you, we got an absolutely fantastic show coming your way today. We're going to talk about freedom from the psychological bondage as it relates to slavery, as it relates to a lot of other things. But most importantly, we're going to talk about a Juneteenth uh, celebration. And uh, I think it's so important that that, that we, we talk about this because, uh, I mean, it's still a lack of understanding on what that means. And uh, I cannot start a show without having Dr. Marcia Cooley here uh, with me. How you doing today, Doc? I'm doing good, doing good. This is definitely a, 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 going to be a great show, great show every day. But, you know, this is more of a, a, a an understanding uh, topic and an awareness because a lot of people don't really understand what Juneteenth is really all across the board. So, we, you know, we are going to have a really informed discussion and uh, a lot of insight. So I'm really excited about the show. I'm excited about it because we know we got this uh, guest on and I, well, we just love this guest. Uh, she's a recurring guest and she got her own show as well. We're going to talk a little bit about that one later. Uh, but uh, wherever you're watching this at, whether you're watching on E360 television, whether you're watching on over 25, 30 live streaming uh, networks, whether you're listening to it on the radio, and if you want to be part of this conversation, radio 1-866-577-2473. Uh, other platforms, just go to the comments and ask this great guest of ours uh, that Michelle has already introduced any questions that you might have. Michelle, can you please uh, introduce the title of the show, uh, the purpose of the show, and this absolutely magnificent guest of ours? Most definitely. So the title of today's show is Freedom from Psychological Bondage, a Juneteenth Celebration. And we're going to have a conversation with veteran television host, best-selling author, transformational speaker, and CEO, Stacey Bullock. And we're going to talk about what exactly is psychological slavery and how freedom comes through breaking mind change and why slavery was able to continue after the first emancipation. So Stacey Bullock is the founder of Power and Resilience Coaching Agency. She's the president and CEO of Order Steps Incorporated, a nonprofit serving homeless women and formerly incarcerated women veterans. She's a best-selling author, transformational speaker, certified John Maxwell leadership coach, a civil servant, and ordained evangelist. Stacy's an Army veteran, having served a little under 18 years when she was advanced to the rank of staff sergeant. She is a compassionate individual whose mission is to help others reach their full potential through their power of resilience. That's the reason she began coaching men and women ages 35 to 45. She is the international and national television host of Tools for Everyday Living, live on E360 TV. So please welcome back to the show, Stacey Bullock. Stacey, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show. I mean, even though you was on a week and a half ago, you missed. We we <laughs> missed you any time that you're not on. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. This is always, always, always one of the best moments in my life. Whenever I get to sit down and have a conversation with Dr. Schooley. So I'm just so excited about that. Well, we, we always are excited to have you on because you bring so much wisdom and knowledge and understanding uh, to the shows. And it's just uh, it's a teaching moment every time that I get an opportunity uh, to just sit back and chat with you. And I, 
I, I, I always take away so many great nuggets, and I'm sure that our viewers and our listeners, uh, they do the thing. So, uh, Stacey, I, I've been you know, just I, I've been following you on, on social media. You, you're doing so many things. I I saw you the other day. You were doing spoken words and and whoever were playing the music back in the background and just I mean it, all of these great things that you're doing, but all of these are required. And I think you did a spoken word on uh, Juneteenth. Can you can you tell our viewers and listen a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, this I was asked to do this uh, piece at a Juneteenth celebration on for last Saturday. Saturday, I wound up doing it on Friday night at the spoken word event that I go to every first and third Friday. Swam. If you're in the Los Angeles area, you must join us at the Barbara Morrison Performing Arts Center in Lemert Park. We have a, an awesome time. Last Friday, though, was just one of those exceptional days, and I was so thankful to be a part of it. So the poem and I'd stated that I didn't even name it and it just is talking about emancipation and it mentions things that have happened in the African-American community such as the police brutality or the brutality of hum- another human on another human on a train for no you know good reason just to destroy and take away not just one life but now we have more lives involved with family members and how do we say that these are times when we are free that absolutely does not represent moments of freedom so i took the liberties to talk about these things in in um the poem and say to not just the African-American community as my brothers and sisters, but my brothers and sisters, period, as a whole. I'm going to take my glasses off. So you know, I'm not reading this. Trust me, I'm not. So as a whole, sisters and brothers, it is time. It is time for us to remove this residue of hate. And the only way we are going to be able to remove this residue of hate is that we have to make the conscious decision to now pay way more attention to the God-created purpose for us to be here. When we pay attention to that, it removes every negative stain that will begin to try to rear its head up again. And we may be able to make a dent in this thing that we call freedom. Wow. You, you mentioned something, uh, and you mentioned all brothers and sisters, all brothers and sisters, regardless of black, white, pink, gold, and purple. We have to come together. But first of all, we have to understand that there will be some differences, uh, but and we have to understand what the differences are. Mm-hmm. And right now, this week, uh, yesterday, uh, we celebrate Juneteenth. Juneteenth uh, uh, for for those that don't know what Juneteenth is, is Abraham Lincoln uh, signed in 1863 the Emancipation Proclamation that for, supposedly freed all slaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> supposedly had freed all slaves in the United States of America. However, there was a couple of states that was not going to have anything to do with that. You know, so mm-hmm. the the law went into effect. Uh, Three, four months later, Lincoln was assassinated, mm-hmm. and most of the states abide by uh, that law. However, you had a couple of states that did not tell their slaves that they were free, and they held on and got two years of free labor from them. I, I didn't say two weeks or two days. I said two years. And it took an army of 2,000 soldiers and a couple of generals to actually march into the state of Texas, Gavison, Texas, and ordered that they free these slaves, free the slaves. The slaves did not know that they was free two years ago. Stacey, what are your thoughts on that? You know, first I want to say that I was researching and studying because, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> We, we we go down these rabbit holes and find these this information. That was 4 million people that we're talking about, James. Excuse me, Dr. Cooley. That, that's, that is um, an astronomical amount of human beings who, for whatever the reason, did not 
get the message. Why? Get to get, I, I don't understand it either, other than the mindset of the people, first of all, who did not want to divulge the information, who were not going to follow a, a, a mandate, a rule of the government. <laughs> and, you know, most of the time, as Americans, we follow the rules of our government. You and I were were soldiers. Well, excuse me, not soldiers. I was a soldier. <laughs> we were military uh, people. So we did what we were asked to do. And I can't, it, I can't get it in my mind for somebody to ask something or command something and it not be done. There were many reasons. There's profit. As you said, two years of free labor. (laughs) That means I don't have to put any money out my pocket, but I'm still going to gain. So then we look at the what the mindset does when we think about gains and profits and um, greed falls in that category at some point because now we have what we have so many facets taking over the mind. (laughs) Then we have uh, 4 million people who have never been told that you were born free. Hold that thought. We got to take a special break. Hold that thought. (laughs) 4 million people that was not even told that they were born free. We should (laughs) never been in that situation the first time. I tell you what, if you want to be part of this great conversation, all you have to do is just go to the comments, wherever you're watching it at. Or just pick up the phone and dial one 2473 It's your life. We'll be back shortly after the break with Stacey Bullock. It's your life. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And you know what I'll tell you. You guys have got Stacy and I both excited. I mean, 
both excited in here uh, because of <laughs> this great topic that need to be discussed. I ain't, I'm not just talking about yesterday. Uh, this topic is going to be discussed all week. It should be discussed always because freedom uh, for us to be doing what we're doing, for us to be in the situations that we are in today, our ancestors, our forefathers had to do a lot of sweat, labor, pain, some of them got killed along the way just to make sure that we are able, generations and generations to come, that we are free and that we are able to uh, live without bondage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and many of us are still in bondage because we don't even know we're free. Because they didn't tell. I mean, when it was first, uh, it was two years before the the word, don't start me to preaching him, before the word really got out. <laughs> Two years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Stacey, you had mentioned something about it was four million people <sighs> that did not know that they was free. Uh, can, can you pick up on that again? Well, I want to say that because of the large number of people um, it shows the psychological abuse that had become the norm. And unfortunately, as we you mentioned a few seconds ago, it's alive and kicking today. <laughs> this fear that wants to be instilled in people, you know, that, that's a way of controlling the mind to... Because the mind, when things come to our minds, then we begin to behave, act out what's in our mind. And if I can control that, then you're not going to even listen to what's being told to you. Because as we know that even when June 19th happened and the the soldiers showed up at Galveston, Texas, they made the call, but people still stayed. <laughs> still, and 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 then, huh? I almost fell out in my seat when this—the weight of what I just thought just hit me. Some even signed a contract to stay on and 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 work mm-hmm. the land. For a wage, but I'm sure I'm almost 100% certain I would put a few dollars on it if I were a gambling woman that you weren't getting paid the wages that you were due, especially because it was back due because you've been working for two years for free. When now all of a sudden you come to the realization that, oh, well, I really don't have anywhere else to go. Not not even to think that maybe there is somewhere for me to go. Maybe there is something for else for me to accomplish. Maybe there's more to me than working on this field. And, and, and that mindset roams around on the earth today, every day. Saying to people, you are you even aware of the 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 goodness, the greatness that you um, are you you have innate in you? Are you even aware of it? Is it just because nobody told you, or now you just don't have the capacity to hear because of all of the other noise that now has to be destroyed? The bondage part. Take those chains off. Yes, most definitely. (laughs) You know, Stacey, when you were talking, this thing came in my mind, Stockholm Syndrome. And for people who don't know what that is, it's that when you, um, I just give an example of someone, you kidnaps you or so, and they've held you for, you know, a certain amount of time, could be months, could be years, and the door's wide open for you to leave and be free, but 
you are so, your mind has been so warped. So you form an unhealthy attachment to your situation and to your captor that you don't know life outside that. Or you're, you're afraid. So I thought of Stockholm Syndrome, but you're going to talk about psychological slavery. I just want to put that in. What are your thoughts on the whole Hey, you know what? I, you Some wavelengths going through because right before the show, I actually pulled that up. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Because it hit. I was walking towards the computer and it hit me. Stockholm Syndrome. You just begin to... You must see your captor in a different light with different eyes because, woo wee, mm, yep, I got to take my glasses off. Um, because now that we have this different vision of this individual, they become what we believe is necessary for us to continue to live. Ex- um, yeah, basically just surviving, I won't even say existing, survive in whatever situation or circumstance that it is. And unfortunately, we get so complacent with that. We get complacent with making things okay. I have a book called Don't Let Your Brain Go Numb. And there's a chapter in in there that says, stop normalizing things that are not normal. Stop normalizing fear. Stop normalizing the your inability to go from one city to another. I have met people here in California that live in Compton. They won't come outside of Compton for whatever the reason. I'm like, this is a wonderful state. Have you seen it? <laughs> There's so many things for you to come out and learn. But because of that, I feel like I don't have anywhere to go. I can't I can't expand even within myself. Wow. You mentioned something uh in going back to the slaves. And I thought about this one earlier as well before the show. When uh the slaves was free when the army, you're right. The people did not want to go anywhere. They were so encaptured <laughs> with that. Uh, that they said, uh, uh, this is the only life I know. This is the only life I'm, I, I want to live. Master, can I, can I, can I stay here? Mm-hmm. And, and Master said, well, I'm going to have to pay you now. Uh, and you're right. I don't know what those wages might have been, uh, but he should have paid, gave them back, back pay <laughs> uh, for all of that time and, and should have gave them other conversations. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Stacy, um, even with what, what does Juneteenth mean to you? What, what does it mean to Stacy? When I started to think about it, I really want it to resonate from me. I'll say the real freedom, the, the real ability to be who you are. Um, because, you know, do I, they didn't want the slaves singing and dancing and doing the things that felt natural to them. First of all, most people sometimes they we we African Americans, we don't understand some of the things that Indians may do, excuse me, Native Americans may do. But that doesn't mean that because we don't understand it, that it should be stopped. It should be stifled. And when you begin to stifle a, a human being, then they're not free. And so that's what it means to me. Don't allow you to be stifled. If I did that, I would definitely not be sitting here talking to you because, you know, it. as we talk about it, you know, the generational curses and generational bondages that just keep going from child to child um, being told, you know, as an African-American, it's good for you to be this, <laughs> you know, for a long time, it was told, good for you to be a cook. It's good for you to uh, be a janitor with no more expectation than that. So Juneteenth to me means that people get the opportunity to be the, the person who they are. And I, I don't have the right to dictate what you, who you are. You know, even though when it, they did the 13th Amendment that activated the soldiers going into Galveston, it, it still was a time where people probably would say, as, as we just talked about, though, as we just talked about, I don't want to go anywhere. I can't go anywhere. The, the mindset says I can't 
do it. I'm not free enough to do I'm not it. free to hold that thought. We got to take a station break, but the mindset, and that's the biggest thing, because if you don't allow your mind to grow, and if you're in a, the same mindset that, that landed you in a situation, circumstance, and they get say you can go, and you say, no, we got a problem. So if you want to be part of this great conversation with Stacey Bullitt, all you do is pick up the phone, one 577 or whichever platform you're watching on, or go to the comments. Ask this young lady any question you like. I promise you, we'll get your answer. Yes, your life. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet. As all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm um, Dr. James J.C. Cooley with my absolutely fantastic, magnificent guest who's been on the show. I think it's about eighth, ninth, tenth time. Well, you know what? We're going to keep adding, 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 man. So, and I, you know, I'll tell you what. She has a absolutely magnificent show that comes on every Friday, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's called Tools for Everyday Living. Stacey, you want to tell them a little bit about that? Of course, of course, of course. Thank you for the opportunity. So Tools for Everyday Living is almost exactly what it says. We need tools for our human toolbox for every day to live, to navigate through this thing we call life. We need to understand why discipline, why consistency, why confidence, why compassion. Why do we need these things in our lives every single day? And Tools for Everyday Living will provide you with some resources and some understanding and some new information as to how we can implement these things in our life and make life a little bit more easy. Uh, what time it come on again, uh, uh, Stacey? 4, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Tools for Everyday Living. You can find it on my YouTube channel, at Tools for Everyday Living, or you can watch it on E360 TV, like just like you found 
Dr. James Cooley today on E360 TV. You can find me the same way. Every Friday, every Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I want to get back to uh, this. I mean, I want to get back to why you wrote the title or why you came up with this title and what does this title freedom from psychological bondage what does that mean to you when you said it it just i felt the freedom that i was able to um, now use every day in my life to uh, unravel and unlock those things that God has gifted me with and be happy with them, be okay with it, be okay with being a writer, be okay with being a poet, be okay with um, now designing clothes and writing music, be okay with those things, be confident and trust in myself to do it. Oh my goodness. That the, the constraints that I had in my own mind, of what I couldn't do is when I think about it and I, I remember the days, I don't remember dreaming as a child. When I see your, 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 your commercial talking about dream big and think big. And I'm like, were those things around when I was coming up? I'm sure that they probably were. I just wasn't exposed to it. And why wasn't I exposed to it? I really can't tell you, but I can probably point out that somewhere and what we're talking about right now, that psychological slavery, that bondage that you're put in a category that you're supposed to be here and nowhere else. And and it's, it's indicative in jobs where people go in and they say, well, when we walk in, the person that we see with maybe a little darker skin, they must be the secretary. But sometimes it can turn out that that may be the owner. (laughs) And we have to eradicate that mindset. But that the bondage of not allowing people to be who they are, not allowing to, to um, you know, if somebody wants to be a scientist, but maybe they don't look like a scientist to you. Well, first of all, it's not our job to make the decision of what it looks like to be anything. <laughs> but when your mind is, is, is in a, bag or a box, I'll say. I was getting ready to say trick bag. <laughs> when your mind is in in this um, um, small compartment, it is, it puts everything else in a small compartment, even the people around them. And, and that's why we're here today. We're here to help people understand that we need to m- remove those small boxes and stop putting people inside of that. Stop putting yourself inside of it and saying what you can't do. As long as you say it, that's as long as it's going to be that way. So you mentioned, uh, and my motto is always dream big. Because if you dream small, you dream tiny, uh, you're going to, I mean, most of the time, you're going to deliver that. If you dream mm-hmm. big, dream big, big. Think mm-hmm. big. People are always going to tell you you can't do it. And that's the way it works. Most of the time they tell you they, uh, that you can't do it because they can't do it. And they don't even want to think about it. And they don't, nobody wants to be by themselves, right? They can't do it. Uh, so you can't do it either. You can't leave me here. You better not be dreaming like that. You better not be thinking like that. You know, you got to stay here with me. <laughs> you know? That's that crab in the uh, barrel syndrome. Let oh, me yeah. pull you back down here with me. Oh, yeah. Because so, you mm-hmm. – <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, the crab in the, bar- uh, the, crab in the barrel syndrome. <laughs> and it's always because it's like, okay, can't let you get out of here. Oh, you're almost at the top. Reach down. <laughs> I can remember that I was in that crab bucket. And every time I got – I got pulled back down. The, the, the next time I got an opportunity – get up there. I was at the top. I knew those clogs was going to be coming. I started wiggling my leg, moving it all over, all over the place and fell over on the other side. You get out that mm-hmm. bucket. Uh, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't getting back in that bucket. 
And that's what life is about. You have to know that you can. You have to know you can. And we, our forefathers, uh, went through all of these things, Stacey. Slavery, uh, everything that led it up to us being today. And so we mm-hmm. celebrate Juneteenth um, when it should not have been a Juneteenth because when it when the slaves were free, everybody should have been free at that time. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm so thankful and grateful for many of the politicians, especially uh, President Biden, signing this into law two years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you saw any other celebrations. Yeah, but you were teaching last mm-hmm. night at, at celebrations last night. But this uh, just felt good. Just felt good. You know, so. Uh, Stacy, you, you talk about this thing called psychological slavery. I kind of know what you're going with that one, but can you get can you get our, our listeners and our viewers a little bit more? Uh, you know, let's feed them a little bit more so they know what that is. Absolutely. So, I mean, we think about it psychologically. It has to do with our mind and slavery. So, is what is your mind enslaved to? Is it enslaved to? a person, a thing, a way of life, or is it enslaved to the freedom that we are we're celebrating on Juneteenth? That's what it's supposed to be. Um, are, we, are we enslaved to the thoughts that we can produce? Or do we still live in a place of fear where we won't move outside of a city, you know, we're, we're, I won't move into a specific neighborhood because somebody told me that I shouldn't because of maybe I don't fit in over here. That actually happened to me um, in California, unfortunately. And house, I, I really like the house. And um, I was told, well, maybe you might not want to move over there because there's already a whole group of people over there that may not accept you. And I thought, wow. And they, they, they were saying it because of my safety, but you know, in freedom, we have wisdom as well. And I, I'm, I'm thankful for where I am. I'm actually behind some, some gates and no, I'm not in jail. Um, <laughs> but you know, this, this, the, the, the mind of how do I control somebody? psychologically and and we call it manipulation <laughs> coercion witchcraft these things are encompassed in controlling another human being's mind first of all you signed into law not you per se or anyone listening but someone signed into law another human being signed into law that a human being can be kept as an, a slave it's legal for you to do this. What type of mentality would produce that? <laughs> I, I can say it many things, you know, now that we've, we're further along in this psychology realm, you know, um, somebody might say, oh, I don't see any letters behind her name or anything like that. But my letters came behind my name when I had to endure the bondage of psychological um, slavery, I'll call it, even though it's it was modern day. But I did not move to my own beat as I do now. Now, I, I consistently talk about living out the choreographed life that God has created for me. And so that's what happens. People are not allowed to live out their God-given purpose. There and And I'll stop there because I can go on and on about that because I lived it for way too long, but now that I'm free. Many times <laughs> um, people are allowed, Stacy, but they don't want to because it's too hard and mm-hmm. and they don't even want to know what that is. And also uh, you, you mentioned about all of the adjectives uh, uh, that's, that keep us in bondage and we stay there <laughs> uh, because uh, laws are created uh, to not teach and educate um, mm-hmm. in our schools, especially now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot we cannot teach about nothing but the good stuff. We cannot teach about slavery. We cannot teach about uh, colonization. We cannot do that. That is so wrong because we're going to take a stage break. I already know that. But if 
you don't know where you came from. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going. So we're going to take a station break. We're going to come back. We're going to pick it up. And we're going to talk some more about this. If you want to be part of the conversation, go to the comments. And ask any questions you'd like to. And we'll get you an answer. Or pick up the phone. one 877 2473 Yes. Your life. Life. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm, I'm, I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and uh, wow, just really enjoying this uh, great discussion with Stacy. Always, 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 <laughs> you know. So, uh, Stacy, we, we're talking about a topic that uh, you know most people don't want to talk about, especially uh, they don't want to teach this in school or anything because uh, um, I don't understand why uh, a lot of these states or governors do not want. The kids to know anything about all the cultures other than what they're in. And they don't want to teach the history because they don't think it's important, you know, to to, to be taught, you know. So, but uh, that's just how that is. You know, I, I want to put a plug in for my book uh, that's out, A Black Man Point of View. A lot of things that we're talking about today uh, is discussed in here. This roadmap on some of the problems and issues that we might have had. And also uh, how you go about solving some of these issues and problems. And uh, so a black man point of view is on sale at probably every place where books are sold, but you can get it on Kinder, Amazon, you can get it on Barnes and Nobles, you can get it anywhere. But just uh, it, it gives you some insight on a lot of things that we're discussing today and a roadmap on how we can fix some of these things. So I want to get back to <clears throat> A lot of black history, history is not taught in a lot of the schools now. It being stripped from the curriculums. Why do you think that and do do you believe that's a part of psychological slavery behavior? You know, I actually am a proponent for um, us having us taught us to teach us. When segregation happened, I really don't think it was a good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm adding this in and I'm coming around to your point. And because 
when people, just like you said, when people who make the decisions of what should be taught in school systems, they are only going to want to be taught what their experiences have exposed them to. Everybody's experiences in different cultural lands are different. So we have to always take that into account. And I want to bring up when I was studying, and I have studied this for a long time now, had a few books now for over 30 years. And one of them is called Know Thyself. And it really, really, really um, hit home when it talked about the definition of education. Merriam-Webster says that it should be uh, imparting knowledge or skills to another. Well, where are you going to get those knowledge, that knowledge from? So for them to want to take a book out of the school system is probably because they can't teach it because they don't have that experience to teach from. It, I, don't, I think it would be watered down when it is taught. And I'm not saying, yeah, no, we shouldn't talk about it. We shouldn't have it in schools. But I think the school system as a whole should be revamped. Because of what I was studying, the word education and where it comes from is a Latin word comes meaning edu care. And, and that means that we are to bring forth or bring up. So if we are looking at it from Miriam Webster's standpoint, and Miriam says that it should be imparting, well, what are you imparting? Do you know? what it's in there that you need to impart something to strengthen that? Or are you just going to go from your standpoint, your experiences, your viewpoint, and now, and even when teaching about black history, you're going to go from your standpoint that this is maybe to them, not even something that happened. So where is the passion going to come from that is absolutely needed in every lesson that is is instructed. And you mentioned earlier that I was teaching yesterday. I was teaching a group of people. My title of my um, lesson is What is Service? And it's actually part of my workforce development training. But what is service? How are you how are you going to teach somebody about service when you're not even a servant? You don't know what it means to serve from your heart. So how can I teach about um, black history when the face that's teaching it is probably not black? Not to say that they can't. However, we need to have our people in my poem. I say it is time to take your rightful place. It is time for us to stand up in our royal splendor and begin to educate. Well, now when we educate, we should be bringing up the gifts and the talents and um, helping those that we're teaching to be skilled in their area of purpose. And you mentioned purpose and everything that you are talking about is on point. Uh, one of the things that I believe that we all as black people, I believe in order for us to truly know where we came from, many of us need to go back to the motherland. I'm not saying go back there and stay or nothing like that. But go back to the motherland, visit, uh, and and actually figure out what type of tribe or whatever uh, that we came from, just to get an understanding, and just to be able to visualize what it was like with our ancestors when they were plucked from their lands and put on these ships and sent to these nations. Uh, we need to know. Uh, and see some of these things so that we are able to grasp the magnitude of being free. Uh, so we're able to grasp the magnitude of how slavery were and what it took 
for us to be able to do the things that we are doing today. We've got less than two minutes of the show. Uh, Stacey, what are your thoughts on that? I, I just want to say this last thing. In part of my poem, I said, we built pyramids on ingenuity and innovation. No equipment. No equipment, just on our backs <laughs> and the the resources, the straw, the bricks, to make bricks and do all of these things uh, that was given to us. Um, and, you know, I'm just so thankful that our forefathers and the people that came before us had in their heart that they wanted our lives to be better. They wanted us to be free. They wanted us to be able to pass the knowledge of their hard work to our kids and our kids, kids and generations to come. Uh, one, 30 seconds or less of the parting word, uh, a message from you and tell people how they can get in touch with you. James, um, my, my parting word is coming from your book. It says, I believe in birthrights. Birthrights are confidence, courage, hope, belief, and most importantly, faith. And no, I'm not just reading from your book just to promote your book because you're, I believe you're phenomenal. I am saying it because we have a birthright and we need to know what it is and be able to execute it freely. You can find me at Stacy S-T-A-C-E-Y, hashtag, excuse me, not hashtag, underscore Bullock, B-U-L-L-U-C-K, or at Power in Resilience. You know, it's always a pleasure, Stacey, having you on. I want to thank you again, and you know I'm about to get you back on again real soon. You already know that. Uh, we're going to have about 200 of these before it's all said and done. I'd like to thank <laughs> Uh, Dr. Michelle Cooley for putting together another absolutely fantastic show. I'd like to thank Todd, KCBQ, uh, for uh, always doing a great show. And most importantly, I'd like to thank our viewers and our listeners for tuning in to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Always dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your life. Thanks for joining us for The James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 